We're arson and arson club. We're arson and arson club. Uh, hi, I am your snake daddy, your cheeseburger princess, your shit poster supreme, Matt Keck. Alongside me is the light of my life, Paul. God. Bless us, everyone, shields. God bless us, everyone. If you haven't been able to figure out by uh, the opening song, the God bless us, everyone, today we are tapping in to a Christmas classic, the most classic Christmas tale of all time, A Christmas Carol, but we had to uh, go with, we can only choose one. We yeah, for the we did, we did. We went with the musical version. Uh, you could only you could only choose one Christmas carol, I feel like, each year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw a meme about the person playing Ebenezer Scrooge in this movie, and it gave me a little facts about him. Uh, and Michael Caine is actually the Ebenezer Scrooge in our Christmas mm-hmm. carol, and he is surrounded by one of the most incredibly casted Michael films. A great, actor, a great actor. Yeah, and he, this, this cast is incredible. Everyone is perfect for their oh, roles. Yeah. Uh, Michael Caine, it, when he came in, he knew that these were not necessarily classically trained actors he was working with, and he said he was going to treat them as though they were. He was yeah. going to treat them as though they were his equals in acting. Um, and the first one who shows up is the, the great Gonzo. Uh, <laughs> so we're, do- <laughs> we're doing a Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, <laughs> uh, and... I mean, it's the Muppets, right? It's going to be songs, it's going to be dances, it's going to be goofy, it's going to be funny. Uh, and yeah, we, we have the great Gonzo. He's uh, he's Charles Dickens. He's yep. playing our narrator, Charles Dickens. And Rizzo the Rat's with him. His sidekick. And his little sidekick. Uh, I feel like, for me, this was the first time I really paid attention to Rizzo the Rat as a kid. Like, I'm sure he was in other stuff. But I mean, yeah, they had. I mean, he was in those the Muppet yeah, movies. Yeah, I'm sure he was. A, yeah, yeah. But for me, like this Muppets was like his Manhattan, like. Oh, sure he was for in sure that. in that one. I yeah. remember that. He was just like he was like the, a star for me in this. Like yeah. he was the funny one. He yeah. was the he was your classic comic relief. Is, is, are there any more Christmas Carol musicals versions? Not that I know of. Yeah, I, I can't I think, think of this, any. I think the Muppets were were the only ones bold yeah. enough to take yeah. to take one of our most classic ghost stories yeah. and turn it into a musical. Uh, and who else could nail it like this? I mean, and and I know I'm joking, like saying it's one of the best casts ever, but that's like one of my favorite bits about these movies is when it first starts. It's like Michael Caine is Ebenezer Scrooge, Kermit the Frog is Bob Cratchit. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Piggy as Emily Cratchit. Like, yeah. it, it treats them they, like they're actors. They, I, know. I love that shit Freaking so much. Whatever is, what's his nephew's name? Uh, Tiny Tim. Oh, yeah. I, forgot the, what, I forget what his Kermit little... Kermit the Frog's nephew's I, name is. I don't is, remember but, either, but God. He was so... Kermit the Frog's nephew was so good. <laughs> was the way he was shaking all the time. He was just shaking with his little... Puppet like a, shaking. He looks like a little tadpole. He just looks like this little sock <laughs> puppet frog. So bad. Um, but I mean, they really did kind of like nail. I mean, they do usually with these, but like they really did nail which Muppet did what. Like obviously <laughs> yeah. Fozzie's Fezziwig, but like you know Kermit has to be Bob Cratchit because he's your main guy, and he he right. is Bob Cratchit. Like he's Kermit the fucking frog. Like, um. Let's let's talk about the the music though. It's a musical, like you said, only musical version of the Christmas Carol. How do you feel about the music in this movie? Do you feel I, like it adds to it or takes away from it? I like singing vegetables. Ooh, yeah. I like singing vegetables. I I think it I think it I didn't I don't think it was 
necessary. Ooh, to have the music. didn't like the music. I, well, I say that I guess being as it was a Muppet. Sure, you expect there to be some it, music in I most think it Muppet needed stuff. Needed to be right, but I, actually, you didn't feel like. Did you feel like any of the I songs think, were strong? I think no. See, I didn't think any of them were strong. I think they were just they were just put in there to tell the story. Yeah, kinda. as a story to tell it because. Here's the thing: the mm-hmm. songs that they did, yeah, uh, and even not just the songs, but also when he did the narrating, yeah, when as as Charles Dickens Gonzo did as Charles Dickens, yeah, they're all stuff that you could just tell by watching, right, 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 the guy going. You know right. what I mean? You, you you didn't necessarily need that song, didn't right to advance a story or even know what was going on, right, right, you right. Have took those you didn't, songs yeah. out. You could yeah. took out the narration totally. and still know what's going on with it. So I don't think they needed them. Sure. There's certain songs that I thought really added to it. Mm-hmm. Certain ones. Like even the though- opening one that establishes the world with yeah. all the different puppets. And I mean, mm-hmm. to be fair, Cheeses for Us Mises <laughs> is potentially one of the greatest lyrics written <laughs> Ever in any song, no cheeses for us Mises. Uh, I mean, they nailed it. That's it. And we find out early you get double the Marley, uh, which yeah, which that's my my. I don't think there's a. I agree that I have a pretty high standard for Muppet songs. I do still like the songs in this. I know most of them because I grew up watching this movie. Uh, for me, the only one that's like a certified banger is I love Marley and Marley, like we were doing okay. at the beginning. I love that one. When the two old guys come up and they're like, we're Marley and Marley, our souls are painted black. Like, Why oh, didn't I love they, that shit. I, I guess I know that they did that because they were using... Uh, the hecklers, yeah, the yeah, old guys. What are their names? Stan... Uh, Someone with the W. The guys up uh-huh. in the balcony always. Stanford or Stan. St- uh... Old Muppet guy names. <laughs> Statler and Waldorf. Yeah, Statler yeah. and Waldorf. Statler and Waldorf. I know they're using that because they wanted to use uh, both of them in the song right. as the deal. But I Because think... they were the funny characters to make right. Marley, right? Right. But, I, but because they called him, he was Robert Marley. I thought that they would have used like the oh Robert Marley song or something. Oh, like I thought they would Marley use song? the guy from the band, the the one blue oh, guy from the yeah. band, and gave him, or at least gave or at least gave one of them dreadlocks or something. Right? Shit. Yeah, something about it because yeah, they to, very clearly were yeah. making a Bob Marley joke. Right? Like, exactly. So mm, yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. Yeah, because they do have the people from the band. I feel like Otherwise, some of Otherwise, why call him Robert Marley? Well, and I feel like a lot of the, the ghost... If we're talking casting on ghosts now, too, uh, the ghost puppets, the one, the ghost of Christmas past, creepy as fuck. There was that, why, not, why not have that band girl puppet be the ghost of Christmas oh, past? Yeah. That puppet was fucking oh, yeah, horrifying. Wrote that, down. that puppet looked like an abortion floating around. It was awful. Um, I know I just jumped ahead a little. Uh... Scrooge has a gold tooth. Yeah, let's go back. Yeah, let's, yeah, go, yeah. You know, let's go back. Scrooge has okay. a gold tooth. He got his grill in. Um, I thought that was fucking funny. Uh, Kermit's Cratchit. You know, he's cold. They do the whole thing. Like the there's also... I don't know why, but there's some singing Island Boys. You remember I mentioned the Island Boys? We mentioned the yeah. Island Boys on the... One of those episodes, yeah. I, I think, uh, <laughs> back there. Yeah. But they had some... They had puppet... Island Boys on there uh-huh. singing, singing, yep. yeah. 
Uh, That's exactly what the Island Boys look like. They did Island a Island Boys. They didn't sing the Island Boys song. Thank goodness. But. They they did a they did do a, another joke kind of similar though when the mice were cold and he's like, "Well, you're gonna get fired if I can't afford the coal or whatever." They're like, "We oh, this is our island in the sun," and they like changed oh, yeah. into all the outfits and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was on their mind. <laughs> I, maybe. I wish his nephew was a Muppet. His nephew comes in to wish him Merry Christmas, like. You know, always does in Ebenezer Screws. I wish yeah. the I wish the Instead nephew was a Muppet, because yeah. um, Beaker and Bunsen are the charity guys. Oh my god! Like, it, Beaker makes you laugh every time I see <laughs> Beaker. I love he Beaker. He... <laughs> <laughs> He's great. Yeah. Bunsen's funny too. Bunsen, I guess. yeah. Laura was like, that Muppet doesn't have any eyes. Yeah, he just looks like a fucking potato. <laughs> He's got glasses and no eyes. I always liked uh, them from uh, Muppet Babies. I was always a Muppet Babies kid growing up. I loved Beaker all the time. Uh, I feel like Scrooge is the OG of our Christmas incels. Like, Grinch was a Christmas incel mm-hmm. for sure, but Scrooge is the OG. Like, literally, in that oh. scene, asks his nephew, why'd you get married? Because he's so focused on money that he is he is like the original oh, christmas yeah. incel mm-hmm. um so he gives, him, he gives him the day off he does kermit asks for the day off and the mice are fucking hilarious during this scene the mice do the whole thing do they do like, that in, the, in the in the christmas carol does he give him the day off yes he does get because I, I, I remember i've he, read the book and he I've gets seen the, he gets that day off but he has to be in early the next day oh uh, yeah okay um, and it's for the same reasons because there's no business happening that day. It seems a poor excuse to pick a man's pocket. So I watch. I, I think they stayed pretty close to the story on this. They did big a time. lot more than like the Mickey Mouse one. And yeah, stuff. the Mickey Mouse one is so much shorter too. So they yeah. kind of jump through it very fast. But on this one, they stick to it really well. I so I go to the KC rep thing a decent amount because my mom likes to go watch christmas carol up there so mm. this is like the first year in like oh i don't know six or seven years i've not gone to it and they i mean they follow it really closely like it's very funny when you're very like familiar with watching like human actors do a lot of these scenes and then you get to some of these characters uh-huh. and you see what muppets that they put in there um i do when you were you were asking me how if i thought the songs were yeah lent to it or if they were necessary yeah, yeah. or whatever yeah 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 ever since i was little at any time kermit the frog sings <laughs> yeah i love it yeah i think she's like the die parton of freaking muppets i love kermit too every time he sings a song it's i guess it's just jim henson's voice that and i guess he wasn't Alive during this one, but whoever doing the easily do his voice, you can do Kermit's voice. Hi ho, yeah, yeah. I just think it's great. I think it's, I think it's, it gives him so much humanity in his frog voice. (laughs) Yeah, I love Kermit, I think he's great. He does have that humanity in the frog voice, Mm -hmm. he goes skating, yeah. Look, haunting his voice is haunting. It it does. It haunts the soul a little yeah. bit. Like it Kermit makes you voice. it makes you want to grow from a little bitty tadpole into a big strong frog. <laughs> uh, he goes he goes skating and it looks about as good as the genie uh, coming out of the bottle in the movie I, Genie. It made me cracked my shit up. I laughed so hard. I love watching Muppets run. Yeah, when, whenever they're in a scene where you can't, they just see, go up and down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they look so 
even walking, they look the same. Yes. But one of my favorite parts is when they have the two big horses pulling that fucking cart. And you can tell they're all just like humans bouncing these things down the road. Um, yeah. So we get the, you know, Kermit skating. Uh, and then Scrooge goes home. Marley shows up in the doorknob like usual. Yeah. Uh, we get the big banger song, the Marley and Marley. Mm-hmm. They do have a really funny line. He says, there's more uh, grave of you than gravy, which is from the Dickens book. And they, you know, dunk on Dickens pun just to be jerks. And uh, they say, leave the comedy to the bears, which cracked <laughs> my shit up. Uh, love me some Fozzie. And so, yeah, they're the first ghosts. There's going to be three ghosts. It's the classic Christmas carol. Uh, and the ghost of the past shows up, like we said, creepy as fuck. Creepy. Haunting. And it this this <clears throat> ghost of Christmas past was this like this creepy floating doll thing. It's, yeah, it's like a floating porcelain doll head, kind Lit of, with like... Doll thing. But it's, it's kind of fuzzy and kind of fleshy, and it's like... I couldn't even like tell a, if it was a Muppet or not. I was like, maybe that's a Muppet, maybe... It looks kind of like a I mixture a of a, a jellyfish and like yeah. uh, one of those plastic mm-hmm. Walmart bags floating around. Mm-hmm. Like an adult Cabbage Patch kid. That yeah, got, like... Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. They got ripped up from the bottom a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... As creepy as this thing was, they easily convinced, easily convinced uh, Ebenezer Scrooge to go with her. Yeah. I mean, but honestly, I'm not going to lie. That monster shows up in my room and is like, hey, I'm the ghost of Christmas past. You better touch me and we'll fly. I'd be like, I guess. Please don't fucking eat me, you haunted monster baby. (laughs) She sounded like, she she sounded all high-pitched. Fine. I'm here to steal your oh, soul. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> Come better. with me. That's perfect. Scourge. That's like spot on. Oh, I'm nailing it. No. You were practicing that, weren't you, previously? I mean, you know, listen. Sometimes. No. <laughs> uh, but he does He does fly out the room like Peter Pan. Uh, if he would have taken a long turn, they'd end up in Neverland, but instead they end up in Ebenezer Scrooge's past. Yep. Uh, he goes to school. He how was... do they... How do, when they're flying... Uh-huh. So, uh, Gonzo and, and Rizzo, the they, rat... They hook they Ebenezer with a... Him. Yeah, they throw a, a nice little uh, grappling hook and How's they hang from his... I'm not noticing them hanging from his ass as they're <laughs> swinging so, through the... It's pretty interesting because through the whole movie, I assume Ebenezer Scrooge can't see the narrator. The narrator can obviously always see him because they establish he's omniscient while they're arguing outside, uh, yeah. which is also funny to me that they'll argue about things like omniscience like it's a joke between a rat and a monster. Uh, but, so, I thought you couldn't. he couldn't see them, but at the end, he does wish them a Merry Christmas and pat on their head. Oh, so he yeah. clearly could see yeah. them. So I mean, he knew they were there, obviously. He just didn't give a shit. Yeah. It's so, I cool. mean, I Hang guess up. he was just like, alright, my pants aren't falling down, of... so it's fine. Maybe the, this... Weird. And maybe he thought they were parts thing, of whatever. Their, yeah, what is Gonzo? Gonzo? Is Gonzo? Yeah, and maybe he's just a demon. Uh, he's, just a, he's another one of these ghosts, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, they were just hanging from him. They like, up... I'm cool. I don't give a shit. Maybe this is part of the Christmas past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, with all this going on, you probably would just, at that point, you're just assuming all of this is ghosts. I'm so, I'm either so <laughs> fucked up on this gravy that I apparently put LSD in, or. <laughs> Uh, so they get back to the school. The, there's a bunch of philosopher busts of Muppets, which cracked me up. I like yeah. seeing all that. Um, 
we talked about abacuses recently. Yeah, yeah, and he pulled a fucking abacus out on the thing. Um, Sam the Eagle is the headmaster of the school. Cracked me up because he's like, "This is the American way," and then they like whisper in his ear, and he's like, "This is the British way." (laughs) I freaking love Sam the Eagle. so they go from school to Fozzie Wigs, which, duh. Of course, Fozzie the Bear is going to mm-hmm. be. And he, it's his old rubber chicken factory. Yep, and now this was the line factory. that I really paid attention to after reading the thing about Michael Caine saying he was going to treat the Muppets as his equals when he acted in the movie. And so, oh, I, that was a real that, thing. So that was real. He did oh. say. So there was two. There was a thing, and it was about how him and Tim Curry both approached acting in Muppet movies. Michael Caine said when he did his Muppet movie, he said he was going to act it stone cold serious, as though all of the Muppets were his equals and tim curry said that he was going to act it as though he was a muppet and all of the muppets <laughs> were his equals and so that's the difference between that's treasure awesome. island and christmas carol and so yeah th- that line there he delivers it so well so straight so earnest you barely even notice that he's talking about it being an old rubber chicken factory like unless you're listening uh and so yeah it's Fozzywig's thing uh he's trying to light gonzo's trying to light the lamp outside this is when he uh does the light the ramp or light the lamp not the rat light the lamp not the rat uh that used to, that was on the commercial for this movie when it was being promoted uh, <laughs> uh yes i remember which jokes were in the fucking commercial uh, the party's great. Everyone always loves a Fezziwig's party and a Christmas Carol, and obviously Fozziwig's gonna be good. He gets roasted by the Marley Brothers, uh, <laughs> classic uh, Statler and Waldorf roasting Fozzie moment. <laughs> They gave him uh, little black toupees to uh-huh. look younger. Uh, yeah. They still had old faces. Yeah, they though. were still old men, just with little black. It looked like that episode of The Office where Creed dyes his hair with the printer ink and says, I'm 30. <laughs> uh, they didn't give Fozzie a wife, unfortunately. he is. Uh, it's his mom instead, Mrs. Fezziwig. So poor Fozzie. Also, all the Muppets are incels except for Kermit, who's just out there fucking and fucking and fucking. Uh, he's got two daughters. He's got two sons. Uh, but we'll find them in a second after uh, we find out that Scrooge, we find out why he's an incel. Uh, we meet, you know, Belle, the love of Scrooge's life, and uh, he chooses money over Belle. Uh, he keeps pushing off the wedding. She's had enough. He becomes lonely. He can't, he can't take anymore. He goes back, and it's time for the ghost of Christmas present. This is my favorite ghost in the Christmas Carol. I love the ghost of Christmas present. I want to play the ghost of Christmas present in a Christmas Carol on stage sometime. I think it would be so fucking fun. And I and they made him like the what? Because he when he comes in, he shoes. Yeah, he's so right in the room. Oh. If I remember the book. <laughs> yeah, he's right, enormous. And then he shrinks down yeah. to he, yeah. He's enormous with the big feast and everything. And he talks about how he's had sixteen hundred brothers. I love the big puppet. Like this dude's I, funny. The the ghost of of uh. Christmas present? Yeah. Is that what he is? Yeah. Okay, the ghost of Christmas present. Which, you know, has a fun little double entendre, but... Right. <laughs> right. My, the one that sticks out in my head, the version of Christmas Carol, uh-huh. is the one with... Uh, has uh, George C. Scott as, yeah, the as that. old school one. And the ghost of Christmas present was spooky as fuck. Really? Yeah, he I don't scared remember it. the... There's a one deal when he, I mean, he does not 
mess around with him. He fucking tells everyone he's a piece yeah. of shit. And oh then, yeah, it gets in his and, face. Yeah, but there's one scene where he's where he is uh, the ghost of Christmas present, and uh, there's and he's sitting there talking. Look, I think maybe they were in a graveyard for some reason. I don't know why they were in the graveyard, but right. But he's like talking to Ebenezer Scrooge, Georgie Scott, and he's like, "Look under my robes." And he fucking he's telling him how he's a piece of shit he is, and he's looking at my robes. He opens his robes up. So and these two skinny ass. So look that's like supposed Holocaust to be the kids. that's supposed to be the ghost of Christmas yet to come that does that. Oh, so they must have because because he's also the one that's usually in the thing because yeah he's supposed to show like poverty and yeah. and. Uh, or and hunger or something. But I, I mean, I'm glad they didn't give us Muppet versions of that because yeah, yeah, it's like these two weird, like almost zygote, like yeah, they look like little skeletons almost. Kids, they were yeah, all they're so and they're just they're, two kids there. It's like it pestilence was and the ghost of prison in this movie, right? It was, yeah, the ghost of because because when, when they do it on the when they do it on stage, usually they maybe it's have when the, he's handing them over to it could be because if I, I it fucking gave me nightmares. I need to go watch that little. one again. Maybe that's what the one we'll do next year. It gave me nightmares when I was little, and in my head, I can I was like I definitely remember like a. Graveyard, so maybe it's when he's passing them yeah, off. That to would make sense. Have yet to come. Yeah, because because that's definitely a scene from the book and from the play is yeah. where they open that up. Oh yeah, that's that's scary. That's the yeah. scary shit. Uh, in the one in the play I go to at the rep theater, this is when they riff a little. Like they let the guy go out into the crowd, and he like throws like dust, like glitter on people, and makes okay. jokes about the audience. Uh, like they're in Yeah, and I think it's supposed to like give you a little lightheartedness because what you're about to get into, yeah, the shit of it all. Because you know he shows him the nephew playing twenty questions and talking about how no one wants Scrooge to be around, and then you know we get to see my girlfriend Miss piggy and uh she's playing kermit's wife emily they yep. have all these children <laughs> the uh, girls all the little piggy babies uh <laughs> and he meets tiny tim and we oh. find out that tiny tim's very sick but every, scrooge loves tiny tim loves every him. time tiny tim coughs uh-huh. i laugh so hard <laughs> it's so because they nail it it's so good uh I love a little thing I loved about this is that Miss Piggy always calls Kermit Kermy, and in this, since he's Bob Cratchit, she calls him Cratchy when he comes in. Uh, made me smile a lot. Uh, and this is the moment where because Ebenezer Scrooge falls in love with Tiny Tim as we all would because this little frog sock puppet. But this is the moment where the ghost does stick it to him and brings back the line from earlier. Where he says, "Well, maybe they should do us all a favor and decrease the surplus population." Yeah, like Scrooge had said to the charity guys mm-hmm. earlier in the yep. thing. Uh, yeah, and then that's like the end. The he gets old, he dies, like the Ghost of Christmas Present always does. Uh, he does, his, his time is fleeting. Uh, he doesn't want him to go. He, you know, he's having too much of a good time. Very much a metaphor for all of us in time. We don't want the present. The present's too fleeting. We never want it to go. Uh, we're always sad to see it go. And then we get the Ghost of Christmas Future, which is. Like death, kind of. Always yep. looks like death. Just a reaper. Yeah. Um, always yeah, scared me a little bit because, you know, it was death, right? And Gonzo bails. He's too scared. Gonzo and Rizzo say, yeah. we're out. We'll be back at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, death takes him to Diagon Alley, the back <laughs> scary alleys from <laughs> Harry Potter. Uh, the pigs are all talking shit. 
the pigs are like, this motherfucker sucks. Uh, he's dead. He doesn't know who they're talking about. Then he goes into the place where the pawn guy is, like the spider, and he's got all the different rags, and they, they're selling him the fucking uh, cufflinks. And then and it gets more and more personal and invasive as it goes. At first, it's the cufflinks from the drawer, and then it's the curtains from outside the bed. And then the lady stole his fucking bed sheets while they were still warm. <laughs> brutal uh he's getting worked up he doesn't he's like what i don't i don't i don't who is this like is yeah. clearly like he's, he's, he's figured it out damn, i mean he's everybody figured it out. figured it yeah out. he's figured it out and he's like no he's this can be changed pretend. right 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 Not me. and then right? he finds out it goes to cratchit's house it's too quiet it's too quiet. Let's go, Tiny Tim's. Fucking toast. Tiny Tim's gone. He decreased the surplus population. Scrooge can't take it. He's like, He's got no. a crutch up there. What the fuck is going on? He's got a crutch up there, sitting up there, everybody looking at the crutch at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. I Just mean, a crutch in his spot. Yeah, that, you got to stay depressed every time you eat. It's just a rule. <laughs> I was like, what are they doing? Jesus, guys. Why are they keeping that crush Might around? as well just whip yourself 50 times every night. God damn. Something to remember him by. His I mean, lame Yeah, the, the thing he didn't want you to think about. That's, it's like wearing the cross for Jesus, right? That's yeah. the first thing. The old Bill Hicks. That's the first thing he's going to want to see when he comes yeah. back. Uh, but yeah, so... Uh, he sees Tiny Tim's gone, and then the worst thing that can happen to a narcissist, he sees his own tombstone. He doesn't want to clear it away. He's like, but this can be changed, right? Oh, my God. He clears it away, mm. grabs the thing, and poop, wakes up in bed. Wakes up in bed. We get the classic. Oh, what day is it today? Well, it's Christmas Day, sir. But instead, we get like a little rabbit that barely knows what's going on, which is funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and he just runs around. All starts... these, did you? All these doors are short in this thing. You well, because they're Muppets, he, he right? Short. Yeah, he's yeah, got but, a duck. He has but, a duck. He's got a big tall hat on. Uh-huh. He's got like a stovepipe. He's hat. literally like doing squats every time he goes in and out of a building. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, but yeah, he wishes everyone Merry Christmas, right? He wishes yeah. the narrators, all the people in the town. He's walking around. He. Uh, uh, he the charity people, uh, but Beaker and Bunsen. Beaker gives him a gift, gives him a scarf that he takes and puts on. Um, he has a rabbit go get a turkey. Yeah, he goes gets the biggest turkey, big turkey. Uh-huh. And then every motherfucker in the town gets invited to Bob Cratchit's house. Mm-hmm. Not Scrooge's, who I'm assuming it's much larger and has a lot more space <laughs> to host. Everyone. The horses are fucking there. The penguins are fucking there. The pigs are there. The vegetables are there. Probably getting ready to be eaten. The island out. boys. Yeah, the island boys are there. Yep, they're all <laughs> they're all out, just on the road, gathered around. This is not enough turkey for this many people. It's a raw-ass turkey. Yeah. You cooked a turkey this year. How yeah, long did it take it took, turkey? It took a while. I'm going to I guess four ish five hours yeah it yeah. took them uh less than a minute to yeah cook this turkey. instantly cooked uh <laughs> and it's the only food that doesn't talk i'm pretty disappointed <laughs> that it didn't uh we did get you get a little taste of the swedish chef in this he got a cameo in there uh, that made me laugh he was the the uh chef at fezzy wigs yeah. um yeah i mean here's the thing for me in this movie um so Charles Dickens is potentially one of my favorite writers of all time. Always has been. Um, I really like to tale of two cities. I love a Christmas Carol. Uh, I think Christmas Carol's the greatest ghost story ever written. Hamlet, maybe, but you know, Shakespeare, whatever. It's fine. Um, I love the Muppets. Always love the Muppets. I always love, love the Muppets too. Love the Muppet I'm Show. Su- love the Muppet Babies. That's why I was very surprised when you. 
you said to watch this, and I, I was like, oh yeah, I remember laughing at this. But then when I watched it, I was like, I've actually not seen this before. Really? And I thought I had. Yeah. But I hadn't seen this before. You need to watch Treasure Island too. Jim Henson had died. Because Muppet Treasure Island came like almost right after this, and that's the one with Tim. Curry. Oh really? You should watch. Yeah, I that didn't one. watch it's Treasure funny. Island either, but I loved the Muppets when I was little. I loved yeah. it. I watched the the show. Yeah, the movies. You know, I'm sure. Yeah. Did all the. I even like the new movies, the ones, the one with Jason Segel. I didn't watch the second new movie, actually, I will admit. I haven't seen the Ricky Gervais one yet, but... Oh, yeah. Him I and did, Tina Fey. Oh, I did watch the... I'm Jason sure I would Segal like one. it. Segal one. Yeah, I like the Jason Segel one a lot with uh, Neil Patrick Harris or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Um, but, you know, I love I love the story. I love the Muppets. I I mean, I, I admitted on the last episode that I have five movies that yeah. I give perfect scores to, and I knew I would. Mm-hmm. I did go into this willing to change that score, but I can't. This is a 12 drummers drumming for me. I fucking love the 12 drummers drumming it? Yes. Two of our last three movies oh, are man, two of my... Man. I didn't choose to do the cartoon Grinch uh, this time. I said we could do any Grinch, <laughs> but it is two of my 12 drummers drumming was these last three. Yeah. Um, I wanted to... You know, it's funny because, like, I know there's holes in this. I do. Like, it's... No movie's perfect. But this is just one that literally every single year... I can watch it. It it is Christmas to me, you know. It's just it, it's 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 Fozzie Bear yeah, <laughs> and I Charles Dickens. I, okay, so and I am very okay with you not liking this movie. It's not that I didn't like it. I just didn't. I've seen the Christmas Carol many times. So many times. How could you, know you not mean? at this point? So many right. different versions. Every you every see, version. What have you? I've seen Frasier do it. Scrooged. Uh, you know. Oh yeah. You know different versions of mm-hmm. it doing whatever, and this one just ran. It cut it so. He just immediately was like, "I'm going with the ghost." He was. Yes. He didn't. It does. It does jump. He, he doesn't fast. develop his character as being. He just immediately is. He's not as stubborn as Scrooge should be. Early, he on. doesn't go through the deal of the ghost showing him through stuff. Yeah, he's immediately through the entire entirety of the ghost showing him things. He is just uh, accepting sympathetic the to it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, this is that's you a know, good point. This is a bad deal. I shouldn't have done." And yeah. I, that's a great those Christmas curls. I freaking every time. I freaking I don't know why. It makes me cry. Yeah, I knew you Whenever were going to say that. freaking yes. Tiny Tim, he comes up there and Tiny Tim's alive. There's something about you know, this fucking story. Deal. I fre- it, it, it does. It touches on everything, yeah, you know? But this one didn't, didn't make you do, do it. it to me. Well, maybe it was because it was a frog. I don't know. I, no, yeah. I don't think so. I get it, though. I don't think it was because it's a frog. Yeah. I think it just, just didn't, didn't, it didn't. It didn't get deep enough for you. It didn't, didn't tap develop, into the. They didn't develop his characters enough. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel you. They didn't get through it enough. They didn't make him. They didn't make him scroogey enough early on. You're I, right. I, I You're looking at I mean, at he was it. pretty scroogey. He was, but like he wasn't. He was never resistant to anything. Like even the little things he's resistant yeah. to up front, he was pretty easy mm-hmm. to move. I get and, you and, on and, that. And maybe it was because of the songs. It could maybe, be they needed maybe to fit if they songs. They took out in. the songs, and instead of the songs, they made it. Uh, you know, gave more I, yeah. of an in-depth character so to him. I think for me on this one, with most Christmas carols, when you get deeper on the characters you start tapping into what christmas carol really is about you start tapping into 
economic class systems. You start tapping into, you know, personal relationships and the crushing depression of loneliness. You start tapping into a lot of things that maybe for me, Ebenezer Scrooge in the Muppet version doesn't need to go a lot deeper. Right, and I, and, and you're right. If I'm watching the Muppet version of fucking Christmas Carol, I'm not looking for deepness. Yeah, right. I, I guess that's I mean, not the deal. I'm not but, looking for deepness. But I'm with but you. As they far do as they making do, it. They do I, skip some stuff. It, it's got. I I, I get it. There's I, not. I, it doesn't have. The I should judge it that way. More. No, no. But I'm with if, you. But, I, if I wanted to watch one, I, this. If I wanted to watch a Muppet Christmas movie, you know, what I would you watch, pick the other one. I would watch Emmett Otters. Yeah. Uh, Jug Time that Christmas was a, Band. That was a good that's one. That's the one. That's what I would watch. That came out in what nineteen seventy. Uh huh. Is that the one where they all end up in the house, like eating think Christmas dinner together? Because there's like a Muppet one where they do that too. No, I no. Know. I'm gonna need to find that one. It's about Emmett Otter. That's the one I would recommend. It's the one people might be on. See, because I think it was just on TV. I'm sure it's on. Actually. I mean, Disney owns Muppets, so I bet you can find it. They actually don't. Uh, that particular one, because I. They don't have that? Tra- they don't have Interesting. it. Interesting. Because I want to watch Kermit it. Actually, Kermit is in the beginning of it. And yeah. And he's, he's narrating it a little bit in the beginning. Uh-huh, but I, think I remember when this. Di- when Disney bought it, they had. They, they didn't own Emmett Otter, but they owned so Kermit. They so they Kermit's cut his thing. Of, of Interesting. The, of the movie. But. That one, great. Well, next time we'll have to watch Emmett Otter, and we'll have to find the Jump one that has in. Kermit in it. Yeah, we need that Kermit. Well, yeah. So, what's your what's your oh, Christmas? No, you're you're okay. What's your uh, Christmas Carol rating? My Christmas Carol rating for this. Uh huh. This is Christmassy. Yeah, it's Christmas. It is Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a six. Ooh. Uh. Six geese a laying. Six geese a laying. Six geese a laying. And so I think this finally if it would have made me laugh more. I would. Have, I, I would have done it. So even. what about a movie? Movie make me laugh a lot. What, more. what about? Well, yeah, that's true. It did need more lines. But what about the line? Okay, there was one that <laughs> there was one that I didn't bring up that made me laugh a lot. Where he said, uh, when he goes, "No, I'm a large absent-minded spirit." The big guy, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that made me laugh. Okay, hey, when he, hey, I've got a couple questions I yeah. wrote down here before we go on this one. No, yeah, Sorry. we don't got to go. When no, he we're went good. back, uh, when when he, because so, so when he got the Christmas spirit, uh-huh. and he went back into his deal and his bookkeepers, yeah, I think they were rats, right? Yeah, did he leave them lumps of coal? Yeah, because they wanted coal at the beginning to heat up the oh, store. Okay, and so he I was. was like, they were why asking, is he yeah. them coal? They're asking for coal to heat up, and he's like, "Coal's too expensive." And so, yeah, he gave them all full baskets of coal. And maybe they didn't play that up very much. Maybe, and maybe the other thing I have a question about. I do think that this movie almost expects you to have a Christmas Carol familiarity to it to some extent, and that might be why. Which I am, but I just don't. No, I know. No, I know, but I think that that also might be part of like the you know they didn't fully flesh out some of the characters cuz i think i agree with you like i feel like some of the stuff that is christmas carol they don't really hit very well mm-hmm. and then they reference it later and it's like well you guys kind of glossed over that i'm not changing my score but i respect what you're saying <laughs> and, and, and maybe this ha- maybe this is in just a christmas carol in general cuz i don't remember cuz I, I before this i hadn't actually watched christmas carol in some years right right i don't remember exactly and i've only read it like one time that is funny though that he gave them coal and now coal's the bad thing to give people (laughs) yeah i know does uh 
Why doesn't Tiny Tim die? I guess because Scrooge has money. It's the old South Park money cures all diseases. <laughs> okay. I think. That's what I mean. I'm guessing that's why. That, I'm guessing Scrooge could afford, afford health care that, he couldn't, that uh, he couldn't afford before. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm not paying my employee. But now that he's got a sick kid, I'll pay him. You know. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Classic American tale. Because <laughs> I could just see, I mean, I know him changing. I'm, I guess with, it's British. Like it, me and Sam are making change the, the future is, is fine. But sure. I, don't, yeah, I just I didn't think, think he could change you know, Tiny Tim dying. Uh, maybe, maybe Scrooge has some magical powers that we haven't really, like, we need a sequel. We need, I, we got the Christmas Carol, now we need a Christmas miracle where he starts healing people. Well, Scrooge, just like Grinch, uh-huh. they got that name, you just can't live down. That's yeah, true. It's You're, That's mm-hmm. a name that nobody wants. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, it's like freaking, yeah, the Christmas Hitler, basically. Yeah, why does call him Adolf? Yeah. yeah, you can't have that name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wild. Yeah. No one can be named Adolf ever again. Like, could you imagine having to tell somebody that was your first name? <laughs> Ebenezer, too, though. That's not great. Yeah, what's your name? Scrooge? My name's Scrooge. I guess that's his last name. Either way, horrible. Grinch. Uh, I think that this is going to be our final Christmas movie review for this year. We hit 12. 12. We did the 12 Days of Christmas scale, so we got 12, 12 Days of Christmas vibes. Uh, so maybe that's maybe that's what we'll do. If we if we come end up coming back next year, we'll uh, maybe do like a pre-release and announce what 12 we're going to do even, like we can be ready to go. Uh, this one just kind of came out of the seat of our pants, and we've had a good yeah. time doing it. Um yeah, follow us uh, really across the board. Uh, keep following this podcast because when it comes back, you're definitely going to want to tune in. Haha. But definitely follow us at the uh, Bottom Boys cast. Look up the Bottom Boys cast wherever fine podcasts are sold. Give us a follow. Listen there. Uh, also, follow us on socials at Arson Club KC. That's, you know, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. Um, we have a show. And all that jazz. We've got a show coming up January 12th at the Rhino. You can get tickets at therhinokc.com. That show's going to be at 8 p.m. Uh, we have shirts at thebottomboyscast.com. And I have a couple books, actually, on Amazon right now. If you just search Matt Keck, you can find them. Are they Christmas books? They aren't Christmas Ooh. books. Actually, Christmas doesn't come up in either of them. One's a zombie book and one's a book about angst. <laughs> Uh, which is so very millennial of me. Uh, guys, I am your snake daddy, your cheeseburger princess, your shit poster, Supreme Matt Keck, and alongside me is the light of my life. Paul, it ain't easy being green. Shields. It ain't easy being green. And for the Arson Club, we're saying, see you around on that rainbow connection, baby. Bah humbug.